Good morning. Got another week we start out in Second Peter again, and oh, aren't you glad? You've got another day to live. Uh, let's rejoice in that, that we have another day God's given us today uh, to live and breathe. So uh, may we uh, do our best to, uh, to live for him and uh, be about uh, serving the Lord, and let's be about speaking the good news, spreading the good news about Jesus Christ today. So we're together, and it's so good to be back together in Second Peter. Uh, we're going to pick it up uh, in verse 15 and 16 this morning. Uh, familiar story, it's a classic example of a spiritual leader gone astray because of greed, because of uh, money. Uh, and with false teachers, he's warning uh, us, warning the believers, warning us about false teachers in our midst. And uh, let's read it, and let's look at uh, what he has to say about uh, this illustration from the Old Testament that describes false teachers. He says, uh, forsaking the right way, verse 15, they have gone astray. They have followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved gain from wrongdoing, financial gain but was rebuked for his own transgression, sin, a speechless donkey, a dumb donkey, spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. A fascinating, fascinating uh, story. It's an interesting story. Uh, Balaam, uh, Balaam, you know, did some good things. Uh, in fact, he spoke some wonderful prophecies regarding Jesus Christ, and that's, that we'll come back to that in a moment. That was after this encounter with King Moab. But King Moab, evidently, the king at the time had heard about him, and maybe he was a prophet for hire, which was, uh, there were those like that in this day and time, um, called for him to come and gave him a, a task to do, basically two words, curse them, curse Israel. Uh, king Moab wanted him to do. He knew that they were a threat, military threat, unstoppable. Uh, the Israelites were he, in his mind, and so he, he thought, well, he'd heard about Balaam, and maybe Balaam could help him spiritually, could help him with this. So uh, he, he, he asked Balaam to, uh, to do that, uh, uh, and I imagine King, uh, uh, Balaam probably thought about it, you know, that's a big bag of money there that he's offering. Um, maybe I ought to do it. I'm sure he went round and round about that, and uh, he still was a little hesitant to do it, so the king kept putting pressure on him, kept sending uh, messengers back to him to get him to do it. Uh, we don't know how much money may have been there, uh, whether it had been increased each time that uh, these messengers went back to get uh, Balaam in to do it, but uh, Balaam, um, he couldn't do it. You know, he knew that um, God was blessing the Israelites, and uh, so, um, you know, the story goes on, Balaam uh, uh, speaks some wonderful prophecies, as I said, about uh, Jesus Christ, but then something happened, uh, he, he turns back to his desire for greed, for money, um, and he, th he says, you know what, goes back to King Moab, King Moab, I can't curse the people of God, you can't curse the people of God, but I can tell you what you can do. You can penetrate them. You can get uh, mixed in with them 
and lead them astray. And that's the bottom line. And so he suggests to him, and the king says, well, how do I do that? He says, why don't you get some of your men to go and, uh, and penetrate uh, them in the sense of uh, mix with them uh, and even have sexual relations with the Israelite women and uh, intermarry. And so uh, Balaam brings that to King Moab as the way to uh, uh, to bring Israel down. Uh, and of course, it, it it works. Unfortunately, it works. And uh, even the worship of the Baal idols uh, comes into uh, with the Israelites. It's a, it's it's an interesting story that, that Peter's using here again to point out the bottom line that how Balaam had rebelled against the will of God, the word of God, because God had told him you do only what I tell you to do and what what you what I ask you to say you do you say it, and that's just like false teachers. Peter's describing here. He knew the right right way, but he deliberately chose the wrong way because he wanted to increase his. His portfolio, in a sense, he wanted uh, the money, 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 money. You know, the love of money is the root of all evil. You see that being described here with this story of, of Balaam and the donkey. And then God, I love God's sense of humor. He uses a, a dumb donkey to point out the foolishness of Balaam, but also the foolishness of all false teachers is why Peter is using this illustration here. Um, sad ending to Balaam's life. I don't know if you know the story, but uh, he cursed. God cursed him, and uh, an obscure place in the Old Testament is the record of his uh, demise, the end of his life. But uh, again, the, the point is here, false teachers can come in, and they can sound so right and so good. And they can use the language about the Word and about Jesus, and but the Word they're preaching is not the Word. And when they even talk about God and about Jesus Christ, it's not the God of the scriptures. It's not the true God. It's, and when they speak of Jesus Christ, it's not Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So uh, know that they want to come in. And uh, if they can just uh, penetrate our thinking, penetrate our the direction that we're going with our life, uh, with uh, material gain, uh, with wanting money, the greed, the sin of greed, uh, they can lead uh, God's people astray. Uh, so let's walk in him today. He's given us another day. Oh, have a blessed day. And uh, keep reading in Second Peter, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.